Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Wicked Ripper 27, baby. And with me today is Serial Killer 3118, baby. Hey, what's up? So you're probably wondering why we just did an intro like that. So part of the reason is we're doing a Matrix slash Terminator theory. And when it comes down to this episode, we're going to be going real deep down the rabbit hole. And I think when it comes down to the facts and maybe the the flaws of the whole thing, it's it's going to be one of those things that when you hear it for the first time, I don't know if, how well you're going to get out of it. Because when Matt's going to describe a lot of this, but I will say that this is my first time hearing it, and I'm going to be I'm going to play devil's advocate. But I will say this: I'm keeping an open mind this entire time. You know, it is it's it's an interesting theory. When you first start thinking about it, you're like, well, there are a lot of differences, but there's a lot of similarities. But honestly, if you go into researching this, you're going to go so far down a rabbit hole, you're not going to know where the end, <laughs> like where the top or the bottom is, because you just keep falling deeper. And you're like. Am I in Alice in Wonderland right now? Just like falling deep down the rabbit hole and like you're like, wait a minute, where am I right now? I don't know. Let's find out. So when it comes down to the theory itself, actually, let me rephrase that. We're going to talk about some news real quick that we found quite interesting, depending on if you like the newer Mortal Kombat series. But let's let's get into it. Coming to you live from GFTM Studios. Hey, what's up? So, the newest Mortal Kombat that came out in 2021. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It is pretty good. We've already done a review on it, sort of, I guess, right? Like, we've already talked about it. Yeah, we, we, we uh, casual. We had a casual conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, but. yeah. So, they're planning a sequel. And there are reports that a certain actor is in talks in final talks actually to play johnny cage so would you know who this person is john i'm gonna give you two guesses okay i'm gonna start off with Dwayne the rock johnson that is just asinine no no well i mean he's like one of the biggest movie stars why why, why would he be able to play that character just no no so you're saying because he's who he is he can't play a guy you know who's supposed to be this like I'm telling you that's not the person. Okay, fine, fine, fine. My next theory, okay, how about this? My next one is Goofy? Is it is it Goofy for 200? Way off. So the actor in Final Talks is actually Carl Urban. So if you don't know who this guy is, well, he's he's actually quite famous. You just probably didn't recognize him in a lot of these movies. So one, he was actually in Marvel. He was Scourge the Executioner, right? So he was Hella's lackey. Per se, right? I mean, he was also in what Judge Dredd. I think you mentioned right. He was in the newest, uh, which came out in actually 2012. So it's, I mean, it's new, but it's not new, I guess. But yeah, he was yeah. in the the Dread movie. Um, he was actually in. He plays Billy Butcher in The Boys, which we're not going to go into it. But if you do see it, um, don't watch it around your kids. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he also played Doctor McCoy in the newer Star uh, Star Trek movies. Um, but he is in final talks to play Johnny Cage. Again, those are rumors, not final. You know, it's not a final thing 
they haven't come out and said he's playing Johnny Cage, but we don't know what Mortal Kombat 2 is even going to be about or what the story or who the other actors are going to be. Right, and I know in the first Mortal Kombat, the one that came out in 2021, um, there it's like a little Easter egg right at the end. It does show like an actual poster of Johnny Cage, like the name, but doesn't show anything about like who he is or whatever. Yeah, so the movie poster is a movie for, it's called, it, the movie is called Citizen Cage. Ah, see a little, yeah. little play on words there. I mean, I know that, I think you and I were talking about this, how, you know, Johnny Cage... I think it was like Molina, Shao Kahn, possibly like Quan Chi. Again, a lot of these characters. If yeah, Shao Sho, Kahn, Baraka, Katana, Quan Chi, and Sindel are all rumored to be in the sequel. Which I think is going to be interesting because, you know, if you've played the games, if you've actually watched like some of the, the, the original Mortal Kombat, yes. you know, it, it actually, hopefully the story will tie in everything else together. Because technically, if I'm not mistaken, you said it was Katana, not Molina? Katana. Because technically, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, uh, Melina's dead. So, like, she's gone. Like, there's a couple characters that are not existent anymore. I'm pretty sure Reptile are, is not even in there anymore either. So, it's interesting to bring in these other characters because, again, they're part of the main storyline, including yeah. Sindel, who's not a, I would say, a well-known character for some people, unless you, again, play the games and kind of see who she is. But, again, I, I digress when it comes to this, but... Yeah, I think, I mean, I do think Carl Urban is an interesting choice. Like, I think as an actor, he can pull off the role as Johnny Cage. But I think as a martial artist, no. So, and I know you and I talked about this, but, like, what I think of Johnny Cage, like, if we're going to pick, like, like an actor, and and I know we had a conversation, but, like, if you had the look of, like, Ryan Reynolds in that same aspect, but was a martial artist master of, like, any kind of kung fu or karate or whatever, like, that's who it could be, like, in that in that general sense, because that's the kind of person you need. You need this, like, pompous, you know, kind of jerk, kind of playboy kind of look, and, you know, needs to be this, like, overall, you know, character. But, yeah. you know, when you're looking at Carl Urban... I, I just he's a me, great actor, right? But I just don't. Me personally, I don't see him the look wise. I don't see him. Maybe maybe if they did some makeup yeah. and touch up, but like I said, I think as an actor, he can pull off the characterization. But if I think if they're looking, if they're only looking at the characterization of Johnny Cage, I think he can pull that off. But like what you know, this particular article that I was reading, the like the screenwriter said he's looking to do the definitive version. And Carl Urban, if he's playing a characterization, that's not the definitive version. Now, somebody like, and I'm going to pull this name out because he was just in John Wick 4, Scott Adkins. Which, I had to look up this guy. But yes, I, I look-wise, I could, I could probably see him, you know, pull it off. But This guy is like, he's an accomplished martial artist, and he knows... You know, not just like jujitsu or kung fu. Like, he knows multiple styles of martial arts. He's an actor. He's a producer. So I think if anybody could pull off the role, it would be him. Well, the the thing about I'm not because I know we're not going to talk about this the entire time. But the thing about Johnny Cage is like his fighting style is not, in my opinion, when you look at the games and how he fights and everything, he's more of a brawler. You know, like he's not. I'm not. It's like he like takes the form of a brawler, but also does a little like gymnastics and like little little things here and there. But like full on like. Kung Lao or, you know, um, 
you know any of the other ones, but yeah, and well, just, and that's I why I think that's why I think somebody like Scott Adkins can do what Johnny Cage can do because he knows those multiple styles. He can he can adapt to what Johnny Cage can do. Now, the popular person that people want is the Miz, and I don't know if you know who that is, but oh no, I do. That's and, and... a wrestler, and yeah, he has that look. He has that pompous, but can he actually do martial arts and not just wrestle? Well. The the problem is with him is like when you watch him in the WWE, um, yeah, he could definitely like act like the character. He could do all that, but like the martial arts piece of that, I don't personally. I don't see him doing that role. I mean, because like brawler status, you know, maybe certain you know gymnastic kind of feel to it, maybe. But like you know, going for like a high kick, like I don't know about and Johnny Cage's split punch. Right, exactly. Like you have to be really flexible, and I, yeah. I, I him, no, I don't see unless he's going to train to start doing the splits. Like I don't know, I don't see that happening. So Carl Urban, you know, might have been better. I think. Well, the question is, can Kano. he do split? Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, Kano, I think he would have been able to instantly. I mean, Kano, I don't really think has a fighting style. I no. think he mainly just punches. I mean, in the game, he obviously did that. You know, circular kind of move well whatever I, I, you call yeah. that i don't know what you call but, it but. but the problem yeah they already picked kano but i mean granted but he would have pulled off that role like i think perfectly but oh, yeah. somebody like johnny cage where he actually is a martial artist if he if he does take the role it would have to be almost like what keanu reeves does for the, like john wick movies and like the matrix where you have to train and you have to know what you're doing because on screen we're gonna see that right and you can't you <laughs> There is no CGI. Like, and if they started using CGI for something like that, then that's actually defeating the whole purpose of, like, if you watch the first one, it actually shows, you know, real moves, like real, you know, things like that. I mean, there might be exaggerations here and there, but it, it to the point of, like, it's showing real martial arts. It's showing the actual moves. It's, it's you know, and it's interesting yeah. with the whole, you know, fatalities and whatnot. But anyways, um, again, I think personally, Carl Urban, if if they're going to do it, they're really going to have to pull out all the stops. It's a toss-up for me. It, it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on. Fan theory time. Dun, Talking dun, about dun. Matrix, Terminator. John, do you think Terminator is a prequel to The Matrix? That's a long stretch, buddy. Uh, you know, I mean, that, I, it I mean, sounds like a long stretch, but all the research that I've done, it's plausible. And and, and, you know, and we're going to get there. Oh, I, I know we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I mean, let me put it this way. I took a look at the notes, and yeah, there's... We're going to get there. There's a lot. So, uh, let me first start out by giving you kind of a brief synopsis of The Matrix, if you haven't seen it. So, right now, there are four movies for The Matrix. Yep. The first three being the original trilogy, and then the latest one coming out, what, a couple of, maybe a couple of years ago now? Year and a half? About a year and a half. I mean, it, it's been relatively new. It's it's relatively new. So the Matrix uh, is actually Warner Brother Warner Brothers owns the Warner Media owns the rights to the Matrix. Um, it's a dystopian future where machines have enslaved mankind in a AI virtual reality type world. They use humans to power the machine city, and rebels who have awakened from the AI construct known as the Matrix follow a certain prophecy that the one will come to bring an end to their machine war. So in a nutshell, that's the entire, you know, kind of Matrix synopsis. Um, notable characters within the Matrix. Um, I'm only giving you four because there are a lot of characters, but there are four main ones. So the main protagonist is Neo, who is Thomas Anderson. Um, 
who is played by Keanu Reeves. He's played by Keanu Reeves. Uh, Trinity, he she's kind of like the heroine sidekick. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it would be. Uh, Morpheus, the mentor, um, and Agent Smith, who is the antagonist. Right, so a little fun fact about Agent Smith. He was the Red Skull in Marvel, if you didn't know that. But as we continue here, so the Terminator, okay? So just like Matt, we're going to talk about a real quick synopsis and, you know, kind of mention the, we'll say the three notable characters here, which, again, there's more, but these are the three that usually people tend to know more about. But when it comes to the synopsis, right, so it's an AI computer system called Skynet becomes self-aware and wages war on humanity. It launches nukes to destroy the human population on judgment day it also creates machines called terminators to infiltrate rebel camps and assassinate high value targets skynet also sends a terminator model number t800 back in time to assassinate sarah connor right before she gives birth to john connor in order to prevent him from stopping the war so sarah connor okay first notable character here um she's the mother of john connor and could also possibly be an ancestor of neo we'll get to that we'll get to that but we'll get to but that we'll we'll see how the, all this works um but john connor okay he's the leader of the rebels and the one destined to end the war on the machines mm. so he doesn't show up in the first movie right if i'm not yeah. mistaken in terminator 2 in terminator yeah. 2 yes but the first one no but he is an important character throughout the series right. later on um and then t800 okay so this one's played by arnold schwarzenegger right okay and he's the you know, cybernetic organism with synthetic skin over a metal endoskeleton. There we go. Um, so with him, you know, he originally was supposed to assassinate Sarah, but as you watch the movies, that's not really the case. He actually aids in her mission in the in the long run. Right. But go ahead, Matt. You know what? So this fan theory actually comes from Reddit, and I don't have the person who wrote the fan theory, but it does come from Reddit, and I'm going to read it verbatim. I did not change it. Um, So after many years, the machines are successful in defeating John Connor's rebellion and then enslave humans in the artificial matrix. They tried many times to kill John, Sarah Connor, or his lieutenants, not with Terminators, but failed. But they did manage to defeat most of John Connor's forces. Now, the same machines of Skynet rule the planet, harvesting human energy while humans are deceived by the Matrix. So that, in a nutshell, is what the actual fan theory is. And initially reading this, there are some holes in this. Because one, Skynet was never about enslaving humans. The whole purpose of Skynet was to destroy the like destroy mankind. Oh, they, I thought you want to talk about destroy all humans, but you know, it's okay. That's next episode. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Jumping ahead. That's, sorry. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> but the whole purpose of Skynet was self-preservation and eliminating the human population. So enslaving humans was, was not any part of this agenda. The other part of it is Matrix takes place in 2199. Judgment Day happens initially in 1999, but because... Time travel complicates the whole Terminator timeline. It gets pushed back to 2013. So there's a huge time difference that makes the whole theory sort of almost implausible. Well, the one thing I'm going to mention is in the very beginning of what you just said, when when you were reading the whole thing, the fan theory itself. So the reason why I, I can see certain things is because when you look at Neo and Trinity and Morpheus and what they're doing, I mean, they're living in a virtual reality that the machines have given them and then they come out of it and then they realize, Oh wait, there's a bunch of machines and all this. So, and then if you look at Terminator and you look at the fact that granted you don't 
you're not going to see a Terminator in, you know, the Matrix. But the whole machine concept, I could see where this guy is talking about a little bit, where it could be like a correlation in some aspect, but it, depending on when the Matrix technically was taking place. So that's where the time, I feel like a lot of this is the time, like the actual timeline. The, the timeline. And it doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense until, you, until we dig in, and we will. We will get there. And the first thing that we, we know for a fact is we don't know exactly what happens after Judgment Day. Hmm. Because the movies for Terminator, and I'm not doing comic books, and I'm not, I'm not going that far deep into this, but the movies themselves only go to 2042. After that, it's completely unclear what happens after that. Well, they also just made another movie just recently. And that's the one that goes to 2042. Okay. Because that, that's why I was just, I wanted to make right. sure, yeah. So we don't know what happens after that. So with time travel, though, it does complicate things because what timeline are we looking at? Who, who knows? You know, um, the Matrix movies themselves, like I said, there's four. But there is, there is another one, John. And this one is called the Animatrix. And it's an animated series of short. Was it like skits, basically? Yeah. I, I mean, they're not really movies. They're like cartoons i mean not not really like like anime well i i guess the question is are they like full-on episodes or are they just like little short clips of like they're really i mean some are maybe 10 minutes some are shorter maybe 20 some are long you know a little bit longer but there's nine episodes in the animatrix they're all animated by different people they all have different stories but does it actually correlate with the the timeline it serves as a it serves as a prequel and The very first two episodes are is called The Second Renaissance Part 1 and Part 2. When you watch Part 1, it actually tells you that there's an actual AI like figure that tells you that this is Zion's official archive. So, Zion in the Matrix if you guys are unaware of the Matrix, Zion is the last human city. Okay. Human city. It's not an AI city, it's an actual human city. Picture this. An AI has the official archive. How weird is that? It's extremely weird because who created this AI? Machines. Oh. Oh. What a concept. Oh. So the second Renaissance part one and part two outline how the machine war got started. So when you watch it, the machine war and the the second Renaissance part one and part two, it starts in 2060 and it goes to 21 something. I'm not sure the exact year, but it leads into the creation of the very first Matrix. Because what we know from watching The Matrix, that was the sixth version. So the previous five, both The Matrix itself and Zion were both fully destroyed. So that's, I guess the real question is, in in The Matrix, like the, the, the movies itself, let's say the first trilogy, right? The first three movies. So does it actually tell you the time, like the actual year? Yeah, Morpheus says it in the very first movie. But what was it? 2199. I already told you. Well, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I didn't realize you said 2199. So that okay. So yes, the year is 2199 officially in the matrix. Okay. Um whether in the matrix itself it's 2199 or 1999, I have no idea. But the official year in reality is 2199. I mean, granted, I know the movie, if I'm not mistaken, came out. Was it in 99? I think so. Okay. So knowing that there's an AI that's telling you that this is Zion's official archive, knowing that the matrix that Neo is currently in is the sixth version, 
my question to, to you guys and to John is, how many times was this Zion archive edited, and is it machine propaganda? And I'm not being a conspiracy theorist here, but you have human beings in pods inside of an AI construct where Zion and the Matrix were destroyed five times before. Could it be plausible that the machines created their own narrative, and now the humans are getting this archive, and that's what they believe, because obviously Neo doesn't know his previous five selves until he sees the architect. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to like wrap my head around this for a second, but I mean, I think, I think you're right in the saying that it is probably propaganda. It's probably whatever they want for them to believe. And this connects to Skynet launching nukes and destroying 3 billion people on earth. Well, I mean, we have a lot more than that now, but yeah. Yes. But then there were six or seven at the time. Okay. So, Three, according to Terminator, there were three billion people that were killed on Judgment Day. So, the- so if the machines had human beings in this AI construct and the Zion archive showed Judgment Day, do you think human beings would want to stay in this AI construct? Well, no, I mean, probably not. So, entirely plausible that the human that the machines created their own narrative to show sympathy on the machines because humans did this. To the machines. So I have a little side note. So with the fact that our society is now creating AI as itself, right? We're creating these machines, right? So what makes you think that if, God forbid, that this, like, looking at movies like this, and I'm going to throw in, like, iRobot as a random one, you know, when they come self-aware and then they find a way to literally send nukes all around the world to then basically destroy the human population and everything that exists on the planet. And what makes you think that if if this really did happen, what makes you think we couldn't go into that random scenario of what the Terminator in, like, let's say, the Matrix is? It's and I and I hate saying it, but it, it's kind of scary and a lot of different levels. That so we're... that I mean, this is just like the first that that first kind of rabbit hole that you you jump in because now you really think there were five other Matrixes. How many more? How many other times was this story changed? And what were yeah. the other matrices like? Because the architect does explain that the first matrix was literally paradise. Right. So I mean, they probably what they probably like if if that is the case, if it was paradise, and he said mankind couldn't handle it because they were probably bored because they were probably not entertained with what they had, so they had to. So they created a more realistic, and the fan theories just go crazy because then they're just like, well. One matrix could have been Star Wars. The other one could have been Mar. Uh-huh. Like, it's 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 crazy where it goes. But we'll move on. Um, so we go into the Matrix. As real world is set in twenty one ninety nine. Um, Terminator again. It stops at twenty forty two. So we don't know what happens. So you have the Matrix, an AI virtual reality world. Machines are no longer like Skynet. No longer really needs to create Terminators because. People aren't walking around. There's there's no cities. There's no need for them to walk around, right? Well, you know, the next logical step is they would need to police this AI construct. And how do they do that, John? The AI creates terminators within the matrix called agents. Okay. And and you know what? I and I see your point on that because you look at Agent Smith, he has very unique abilities. And doesn't he, I don't, I mean, I, I think he turns into like this liquid, like, doesn't he have like a liquid form or anything like that? Or maybe I'm just thinking of like, no, I mean, they don't really have liquid forms, but they move faster than everybody else. 
um, they are able to switch to anybody within the matrix. So, you know, if they get a sense that somebody's, you know, jacking into the matrix, they literally can jack into somebody who's standing right there. Yeah. So it's like the, like their own virus, like that they have like their own virus software where they can kind of go in and be like, all right, we're going to get rid of the threat. And, you know, obviously, yes, they have increased strength, speed, agility. And the one thing about the Terminator movie series that you constantly see is you have, you know, and I'll get a little bit nerdy because I'm sorry, I can't help it. Wow, he's going to go nerdy on us. Here we go. But you have the T-600s, the which were the basic model. Those were the metal endoskeletons machines. Those were the ones without skin that would walk around, patrol. So my, my, I guess my next question is, is like, so you got Arnold Schwarzenegger playing, you know, the T-800. He was the T-800. Those were the infiltrators. But from there, I mean, you have T-888s and you have models like T-900s. Like they go all up, and then the T one thousand, of course, was in T like T two, and he was the liquid Terminator model. Okay, and then then what was it? I think the Terminator three, and I'm not sure the name of that model. I want to say TX because it was a it was a woman. It was a woman, and she was liquid, but her she she could shift her her like liquid metal into actual weaponry. I thought it was in T two. No, that was three because she could actually make. Things that could work. Oh, okay. Well, he had the. Oh no, he had the. Um, he could do like, like knives and st- like stabbing weapons, basically. Mm-hmm. My point in this is that Skynet always is evolving. And say AI. And you have Skynet, which was started in you know ninety seven, maybe ninety five, probably earlier than that, when the actual AI was created. Yeah. To the point of you know nineteen ninety eight when the military put it online to the point of Judgment Day. Then you have almost 200 years of AI evolution. Right. So that's when, you know, when you look back at the Matrix, that's how... You have liquid metal robots, dude. No, I... Like, I, I, I they could I make... They could make an AI agent for the Matrix. Yeah. It's it's a completely plausible idea. Well, and the, like, <laughs> like you were just saying, like, you, you know, because they were, you know, just... Starting with the idea of like, okay, yes, they're they're AI, they're self-aware, they you know they create more machines and this and that, and then like you said, they're policing you know the the area. But once, of course, mankind was either eliminated or I guess enslaved in this case, putting in them into pods. You know, then you're right. If they had to go into a virtual reality, you know, they needed to have some way of asserting dominance in their you know, virtual reality to make sure that nobody was planning on trying to escape yeah. or try to do anything else. And then obviously in the real world, they have the Sentinels and those little, those little robot things that, you know, whatever. But they have the Sentinels, which were like the ball looking octopus things. Oh, yes. I, now I understand I, what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't, I mean, they're, they're called Sentinels, but that's the easiest way to explain them. They're like little octopus things. They're like a droid, but like, yes, yeah. it's long tentacles or whatever. But if you watch the Animatrix, there are actually other types. There's ones with like really long legs and yeah, there's other types of machines, but they don't show those in the, in the actual movies. Um, some other things like, yes, in, in Terminator 2, there are, there's, there's good AI. You know, Arnold was reprogrammed. But the question is, is who reprogrammed him? John Connor reprogrammed him. When he was a but kid. But when you watch the show, no, when he was an adult. Was he an adult in the second one? Because he reprograms him and sends him back into the past. 
Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, right. Because then, but but he meets his kid version of himself. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. And then if you also watch the show, which is it canon? Is it not canon? Who knows at this point? But if you do watch the show, um, Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles, there's another Terminator in that show that's also good. Hmm. Okay. And that's where the T-Triple-8s come in because they're on that show. That's why I had no idea what you were talking about at first. And there's a lot of these T-800s and this one that are living in the past. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. And whether this AI is good or bad, who controls this AI? Machines. Skynet, right? And, well, yes. And the, and the Whether it's good or bad, it's still under control of Skynet. Yes, John Connor has reprogrammed it for a certain mission but skynet is still its operating system and in the show and i've actually just started re-watching the show I'm, I'm not quite done season two um the terminator in the good terminator in the show actually says something interesting where she's talking about how she wants peace and i thought that that was kind of really interesting being a role being like a machine terminator hmm. that was made to destroy humanity but saying that peace. she wants peace yeah that, that you know and that's what's interesting to me because we have this idea that skynet wants to eliminate the hu the human population right they want to eliminate the human population you have this good ai and this bad ai all controlled by skynet and here you have a terminator that's saying that all they want is peace and they're actually working towards if trying to like eliminate skynet it's, it's just a really interesting concept because even if they eliminate the bad ai guess what they're all dead they're they're dead or they're if, not working if they stay if they stay alive and they stay like a, as a good ai they're still skynet <laughs> Well, no, but but, you know, but what I'm saying is too is that I mean technically, if you destroy the 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 one central place for you know like the the one mind kind of like hive you know concept, I would assume that if you're destroying the one hive of like information and like the the overall you know seer of things, um, that wouldn't they they technically all be done? Like they would would they all like go That's off? That's where on? it gets really complicated because I don't I don't know because there's so many different things happening with the timeline. Well because uh, yeah. You can send a, a Terminator back to kill Sarah Connor and then you send another one to protect John a little bit later, but then you send another one back before that to kill Sarah Connor when she's a kid, which happens in the show. And this is actually one of the one of the newer in Genesis, the Terminator Genesis movie, which changes John Connor's character. Here we go. From a good guy to a bad guy. And in that movie, they send a Terminator to kill Sarah Connor when she's nine. And John sends another one to protect her, which is Arnold. So just so I'm clear, that is the most complicated it, story of events right there. Terminator has the worst timeline problem I mean, you in know, the history of movies. I'm going to say this real quick. <laughs> so it's like if you ever decided to be like, if you ever had a time machine, like what's the one thing you want to change in history? I can tell you there's two things that I've – that there's actual TV shows and like different theories on, but like stopping the assassination of John F. Kennedy or killing Adolf Hitler when he was a baby. Like it's the same pretty much concept. It's like, have you watched the butterfly effect? Oh, it's, that's exactly what it would be. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it would be exactly that. Like you go to kill Adolf Hitler and then all of a sudden you just made the world worse. Right. Or if you, <laughs> you stop the assassination of John F. Kennedy, what, who, like, I mean, they had, a, they had and an actual show. Amer America's like now Russia. 
Right, or like communist. <laughs> like, but that's my whole point. Yeah, it's yeah. like it changes the yeah. whole aspect of like yeah. how they view things. And, and, and just it actually – well, one thing what you just said about the whole, um, you know, changing the characters – that is a typical Hollywood move. Like, and I'm sick and tired of this crap. Yeah, and Genesis is like, it's a, it's, it's good for what it is, but it changed. It, it, it's one of those movies. Like, I think it could be on an alternate timeline, and not one of those ones that you would consider canon. Canon. But I will say back to the original thing. Like, as far as like the Skynet AI goes, it's plausible that after all of those years, and it's implausible to think that John Connor was going to live that whole time. So it's plausible to think that the AI would have learned that simply continuing to fight humans only drives them to fight more. And they it needed a way to subdue and control instead of continuing to fight, which is the creation of this AI construct. I mean... When you, when you look at this theory, I mean, we're, we're not even halfway through this yet. I mean, it is so complicated to, like, follow along and just listening and trying to, like, I can't even imagine what you guys are thinking right now, When hopefully when you're listening to this. Um, I, I'm just trying to figure out why do they have to make this so difficult to to have, like, all these alternate, like, different versions of what could have happened. This is, you know, we're going to protect Sarah Connor right now, and then we're going to you know, protect John later. And then, you know, John Connor's now a bad guy and you got to kill him. And then you got to kill Sarah. It's like, which way do we go? How do we follow along? I mean, and I, and I mean, this is just a random example, but like, it's like trying to watch the X-Men and just trying to figure out the timelines and like figuring out what is right and which one's wrong. And, you know, what's current, what's not current, you know, it's honestly confusing the hell out of me right now. And I'm just trying to follow along as best as I can. So I hope that it's, you, yeah, it, it is a, it is, you know, it is complicated. It's a lot of information, but I think when it comes down to it, what they're telling people within the matrix that, you know, the, the machines wanted free will and they wanted their own place, which is ultimately what the second Renaissance was about. You know, we, and both Terminator and matrix have the same theme. It's mankind creating AI to do work for us yep, and our downfall. That's legitimately what the Terminator ser- like film series is about, and that's what The Matrix is about. It's about our downfall as a society and creating machines to do the things that we need to be doing as a society. Well, it, it's sad that it could actually happen if we continue, depending on how they de- really want to continue how they you know, build AI and, and do that's, else. you know, the, the narrative that they are selling is that, you know, the machines went to their own place. This is in the second Renaissance. They went to their own place. They created the machine city to live their own, like they created their own type of money. They created their own government. They created their own world, their own country, essentially. After they killed. No, that was before they. Oh, okay. Because so. they, all, all the machines were like the, the human, basically one of the machines went crazy and killed the family that he was serving. And yeah. basically there was a huge riot and they killed a whole bunch of machines and the rest of them went off to create the machine city. Okay. So that they basically lot. created their own world. Society, really, but yeah. Yes. And we, as the human race, which is honestly completely plausible for us, I wouldn't put it past us at all, we decided we don't like that. And 
Yeah. As machines, they came to us and they said, hey, we want to basically live equally. We want to well, they want to share. Live. We want to be equals with you. And right, live among the us. two ambassadors that they sent, we destroyed them. And not only did we destroy them, but we blotted out the sun. And that's the narrative that's in the, the second. That's the, the the narrative for the second Renaissance. Hmm. Which is is that? I mean, is it plausible, or is that like? Could it be that Skynet destroyed three billion people, created all these Terminators to enslave the human race? You know, basically killed the rest of the human race, and over the years needed like figured out like. We need humans because we like the energy source that we have is running out. So now, and in the Terminator series, especially in Salvation, they experimented on humans. Of course they did, even though <laughs> I feel like. So it's not a stretch to, to think that like all the experimentation and all the things in 200 years that they couldn't basically grow human. I mean, the T-800 had human flesh that grew old. Well, I think the problem is, is that when you look at, you know, how, what, what you were just describing is like, you, you know, with the T-800, right, with the whole human flesh thing. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that they were like, you know what, we want to know what our, you know, masters, you know, what they, you know, experience, like, let's say emotions, like, you know, different things. But like, it, it was to the point where they're like, you know what, we're just going to figure out how the human anatomy works and how do we make it as realistic as possible. So that way, if we instead, you know. Instead of, you know, killing them, let's let's try to find a way to remake them into our own version. And that's what they were doing in the Terminator. They were trying to make humans into them. Right, which, and and yeah. it's plausible to think that maybe they weren't succeeding. But when you look at the Terminator movies and they show scenes from like after Judgment Day, all the scenes are dark. And you, you can think like, okay, maybe all the scenes are just at night. I don't think that that's the case. I think because of how, you know, because they nuked the entire world, I think it's just dark all the time. Well, and I Which, think, yeah, well, I think it was in the matrix, it's dark all the time because the story is that we blotted out the sun. Right. But I was going to say with nuclear, like ash and everything else, if, it, if it's that bad, that means it's inhabitable. Like it, it's to the point where they can't even survive so there is no sun there is no energy there's no nothing so it's like yeah it's going to be a dark world it's not going to have you know big beautiful lights everywhere it's just, like you said it's going to be this dark world where we're just kind of living in and you know that's it and that's what they show and it it correlates to what they say in the matrix which makes the fan theory relatable to the both both of these series because you see it in the terminator and they discuss it in the matrix and that makes it plausible so I'm just saying, like, it's completely plausible that Skynet killed 3 billion people. Oh, absolutely. And then in the years leading up to that, actually end up defeating John Connor. Like, John Connor never really, like, fully, like, ends Skynet. And they, one by one, either kill the rest of the human population or just sheer natural causes. Because we're talking 200 years, the rest of the population die off. And I have to assume that because their power source isn't going to last forever, they eventually have to say, we need another form of energy. We need bandwidth. We need all of this to, for us to keep operating. Right. And, and it's pretty sad that they, it had to take them that long to figure out that this was going to be the case. Because realistically, if AI, okay, even if like 
we're basing it off of right now. I mean, they're in, they're advancing it to the point where they're becoming a lot smarter, like really quickly. So you would have thought, as an AI, as like you know Skynet and everything else, you would have not thought to like, oh, I don't know, maybe have some sort of backup plan for like a like a another let's say renewable energy source or something like that. Like that that to me just seems kind of like. Like and again, it's it's about. it's vague because the Terminator doesn't go any further than that. So, well, right, if, yeah. if they if they really did need another power, you know, source, they're doing all this human, you know, experimentation. They could have fully developed like we're gonna clone humans and we're gonna use them not just for energy, but because they're connected, they also create bandwidth. Right, because of the electrical impulses in our body and so on and so forth, which to me, that makes sense. You know, and so we're not talking a thousand. We're not talking a million. We're talking billions, billion, like six to seven to eight billion people right. that they're creating. It's completely destroyed, recreated again. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So it's completely plausible to think that like Skynet Killed off the human population, didn't have a mission, and, and they go, well, we need a new mission. Let's recreate the human race, which create a, an AI matrix to house them in. And being an AI, they probably were like, let's create a perfect world for them. But it only took six times to figure that out. Right, because they're an AI. They don't understand um, like human emotions. And that's their downfall. Because, you know, in the matrix, I mean, granted, I know... I, get, I mean, do they? Ten, I feel like they technically win that war, though, in, in some capacity. I'm not saying everything, but I feel like they do in, find a way. In some capacity. And I, I do think, like, um, you know, there are certain things, like, with the Matrix, like, with, you know, how Neo can stop the Sentinels when he's not in the Matrix. Right. And I, I only think because when he gets imprinted with, and in the Matrix, like, we, we tend to think it's, like, you know... He, it was the other way around, right? Right. But I think I think it was Agent Smith who has the Skynet programming, the machine programming. Yeah. When he gets imprinted with Smith Skynet credentials, the machines now view Neo as Smith. Right. And so like he's So they like see him as a Skynet official. Well, it was like copying the the DNA of like him, but also And I and I think too, like they were also seeing Smith as a potential conflict well, because yeah obviously at the time he also imprinted with neo so i think there was like a two-way data transfer yeah, basically you, yeah if you will and to avoid that potential conflict of agent smith going in there and basically deleting the machine world well i mean you're <laughs> and, right. and, the, and the ai yeah avoiding that conflict basically just shut down the sentinel and said yeah we'll you know we'll leave you be Basically. Right. Yeah. Um, and you also have to remember when we first meet Neo, he's already in the pod. Oh yeah. No, I so yeah. it's plausible that he could share DNA with the Connors. It's it's a far fetched I mean, idea, but very yeah, it'd be very far fetched. I mean, because if if we're basing it off of the fact that Skynet decided to recreate the human race, if that is the case, then they need a foundation. If if Neo was in fact the one, and you go, well, why wasn't his name Connor? Right. Why would they name him Connor? If they changed the narrative so much, why would they name him Connor? Right. They need to name him something else. They would name him something else. Something and probably more generic, as in this case. If he was the one, think about it. Neo. Would he figure that out? Probably not, because he was kind of a dumbass in the first movie. 
Wow. When he starts. Wait a minute. Did you did you just swear? I said dumbass. You swore. That's well, surprising. You know, hey. But he wasn't very smart in the first part of that movie. No, I mean, and you're to right. have a name as Neo and being like, you're going to be the one. Oh, my name is just Neo. Get rid of the Neo. All right, gene, genius. You know, it, John Connor was the one who was going to stop the Machine War in the Terminator series. Right. When Neo, I guess in this case, like you said, he's not a bright bulb. You know, he doesn't realize anything until, you know, Morpheus kind of explains what's going on. Right. And so, you know, you have Trinity and Sarah Connor who share kind of that yeah, I mean, motherly. I mean, even though Trinity's not like Neo's mother, but she, they share similar characteristics. Yeah, and I would say even certain beliefs that um, see. I would even go as far as saying Morpheus and Arnold's Terminator from Terminator 2 would equally share equal I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you, you could say that. I mean, but it also just depends on, again... How far down this rabbit hole you really want to go down to? Right, but I mean, like I and said, that, and all this depends on you know you guys doing your own research and looking, like looking the stuff up yourself. Um, but I I do think that there are some plausibility to the Terminator story and the Matrix story could I think very very easily be adapted even if they took the Terminator on an alternate timeline and they they said. This is an alternate timeline and could, can connect it to... Uh, yeah, I mean, and I think with the Matrix and the Terminator now kind of looking at this whole thing, I can see that there are some, you know, similarities. I can see that there could be ways to, you know, kind of fill in the gap, as you will, right? So from that 2042 timeline, you know, all the way up to 2199, I mean, I, I guess if you wanted to, you know, add in the stories let's say from the Animatrix, and then, you know, bring it into the actual Matrix as it is now. Absolutely. Like, you could you could go down that rabbit hole and you could be like, you know what, I, I think they're somehow connected and they're related. Now, granted, I know when you look at both movies, right, because, you know, Terminator came out, what, 95-ish, maybe? I'm talking the original Terminator? Original Terminator. 87. Just kidding. So, <laughs> totally spaced that, my bad. Um, so when you look at that, okay, so 87, right? And then you looked at, you know, the Matrix, because I think the first Matrix came out in 99, I believe, or might have been a little earlier. Possibly, yeah. But I don't know. I can't remember year. off the top of my head. But, you know, granted, you're not thinking of, like, both sets of directors, you know, because, like, granted, the, um, it was the, which... Wachowski uh, for... brothers, which are now sisters. Yes, if you didn't already know that. Um, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you looked at them, and then you looked at, actually, who who actually did, like, direct Terminator at the time? James Cameron. Oh, no kidding. So it sounds like if these two somehow met <laughs> and connected the theories between it, I mean, you know, I really think that if, if the it's both... It's really Warner Brothers and Skydance Media, if they were able to just get together... And talk about this? And talk about this, I think there could be, a, like, a really cool story that right. could be done... Together together that could you know be a really cool set of movies tying these two stories together because i do think that they they tell very similar stories and it's it is completely plausible now are there holes of course there are but see if they went together they can fill the holes and make it actually but that's the thing story the further you look into this the more explanations you have to fill the holes true and because it's so like the information for Terminator 
and the information on the matrix is so vague. And that's where you can fill that information in with movies. Right. And I think, or TV shows or something. Well, and if I'm I'm just saying, so if we need to call up James Cameron and the Wachowski brothers, I mean sorry, sisters now, you know, if if we can get them on the same page and be like, Hey man, let's make a movie and let's fill in the gap. I mean, I would honestly I think that <laughs> I mean James Cameron right now, I mean, granted he's you know, he's already has three movies of the best selling movies of all time. If you add those two together, I gotta tell you though, I absolutely love this theory. Mm. I I love the idea that the Terminator could be a prequel to the Matrix. I I don't care if it's not. No, I mean, I just love the idea. I think it's a great theory, and I think you know whoever did actually end up making this theory on Reddit. Um, you know, I I give you credit. You know, I I think you did a good job. I think you did a lot of good research, and you know, kind of tying in the things together. But you know, when it comes down to the theory as a whole, unless James Karen and, and them decide to come together and make a movie, then, you know, right now it's just... At, at the end of the day, they're two separate, you know, film series. They're not connected. It's just really, you know, a rumor and a fan theory that could be plausible. Well, I mean, it just... It, at the end of the day, it just really depends. It just depends on how you want to view this, right? So, I mean, if you want to do your own research and, you know, let us know, I mean, we'll be more than happy to talk about this Maybe at some other point, if maybe we have some interesting comments coming through. But you know, Matt, I think I think we went down the rabbit hole a little too longer than we'd yeah, like. I think we should start climbing out of it, John. I, that's a good idea. So, guys, we just want to take this time real quick. Um, want to let you guys know we appreciate everything that you guys have been doing. Um, you know, we've been seeing some of the comments, some of the you know the the little things here and the little you know emojis that you guys do. Um, you know, but I know we've been saying this before. I'm going to mention it again. I don't care. Seriously, guys, you know, we want you guys to, you know, let us know some other things, right? So when it comes down to like content and things like that, let us know because we do want to hear more about, you know, how we're doing or maybe there's other ideas again that we want to talk about, whatever, right? Because we already have a list of ideas. We're all good, but we're just we're wanting from you guys to be more proactive, right? Because we're trying to be proactive in our own setting, right? Because we, we just released an episode uh, last Monday regarding you know bullying right so it was a it was a serious topic but we you know we're looking at different you know aspects of that down the road too but we want you guys to you know give us your input give us the you know the thumbs up the the like buttons all all that good stuff right um but if you already don't know this again both matt and i have you know been sponsored by both dubby as well as reaper apparel again our um 10 discount code is gftm 23 you know and again we don't just make products up. We don't just like, you know, like products because we just feel like they're great products. We do it because we like it and we actually endorse it because they, they do give good messages or even just good products, right? So check those guys out. We'd appreciate it. And, you know, guys, just want to throw this out there as a little fun fact that I realized in one of our super fights. Um, found out that Mr. Rogers did not have any military experience. So I lied to you during that one episode. That's all right. He lost anyway, John. I mean, according to the poll, your mom won. Wow. You don't say. By 67%. (laughs) Wow. So 33% was probably, I think I I probably voted for myself. I mean, that's probably what happened. But again. Unbelievable. All right. I never said I was perfect. But as always, stay stay geeky. geeky.